Hello everyone, welcome back to the ROTC Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the show Mr. Robot. So, I started watching the show recently, and I could say that I've been nothing short of impressed with the show. Um, trying to think of the right things to say here. The show is just overall, you know, great. I don't know really what else to say about it other than, you know, go into the recaps of the episodes. Uh, so let's start off with episode one. Uh, the episode begins with the main character, Elliot. He's played by, is it pronounced, Rahmi Malik? Um, very great actor. Um, I think he is absolutely exceptional for his time. I mean, the man's over here playing... Freddie Mercury in the uh, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody movie, I think it's pretty great. So, the episode begins with him talking to what is presumed to be an imaginary friend, or the audience. He talks about, like, a, um, a conspiracy, kind of, about, like, the elites of society, like, the top 1% of people, and, um... He thinks there's people following him. Uh, he sees some men in black that are, you know, talking on a subway, you know, looking at him, pointing at him kind of thing. And he thinks back, you know, like, why are they following me? Wh- what could I possibly have done? So he thinks back to that uh, that he should have gone to his friend Angela's birthday party. So he flashbacks, shows him at this place called Ron's Coffee Shop. Um, Elliot then approaches the owner named Ron, who has just entered the shop. Elliot informs Ron that observing, you know, he's been sitting in this coffee shop for a while, observing, you know, he's kind of sitting around on the internet. It's like, this is the best free open internet that I could be on. And, uh, well, it's made me suspicious. So, observing the traffic on the internet, he, uh, he hacked the network and everything, and Elliot discovered that Ron was, you know, running a, uh, a website on the deep web that was, like, I guess soliciting child pornography, you know, dude's really messed up. So Ron is, you know, shocked that he even found this out and tries to pay him off for his silence. Um, so, Elliot eventually walks out and he tries to pay him. He says it was never about the money and then the police come in. And I, then I think like the title cues in. And then we go back to the subway. A man starts asking him what's happening. He ignores him. And the man says, exciting time in the world right now. Exciting time. Nothing really there. Maybe some foreshadowing. I don't know. I'm not done <laughs> with the season yet. I'm on like episode four. But I'll definitely keep talking about this until I feel like it's done. Um... So Elliot goes to his job at a cybersecurity 
website, not website, um, office company called called Allsafe. Kind of reminds me of Allstate. I don't know if that's like a uh, call to like play on words, or if that's like a little Easter egg or something, or they're trying to point the fingers at somebody in the show. I don't. Who knows? I'm sure I'll find something on that later. Um, he basically works with cybersecurity. You know, that kind of explains why he's so good at hacking and doing everything he does. Um, this next part I think is actually very interesting, and I think it could go into a lot of film theory, and a lot of people would be very interested in this, and we'd probably break it down and tear it apart. Is one of the Allsafe clients called Ecorp was attacked by a hacker and they're sending um, people to find out what happened and all that what if there was anything compromised but Elliot then tells us a little bit about Ecorp about you know the top elite 1% of society and all that and he thinks that he tends to call it Evil Corp and it's we never hear it called as E-Corp again throughout the episodes that I've seen so far. It's always Evil Corp. Even if it's not him saying it. But we're watching the show through the narrative of Elliot's mind. And through his point of view. So I'm sure that whenever he hears E-Corp or sees it written somewhere. Even when we see it written, it's written out as Evil Corp. So I think that's you know film theory you know we're watching it in his point of view and you know we're living in Elliot's mind in the show so anytime a character s says it we hear it as evil court because that's how he hears it he just makes that adjustment in his mind it's not e-court it's evil court that was just something I thought was very interesting and it kind of grabs my attention every time I hear it or see it but after leaving the office, his friend Angela confronts him um, about not going to a birthday party. Um, even though he promised that he would go. Um, well, we get another flashback. It shows that he was actually at the party, but he, was at he wasn't actually in the party. He was just kind of outside the door. He was trying to debate on going in or not. And then... Um, And then we come back and it says, you know, Angel's saying, you need to stop thinking about something else when I'm trying to talk to you, you know. And eventually the conversation, you know, it just kind of derails, it just kind of goes down. And uh, I think it's either her boyfriend or fiance, I can't remember. Um, Ollie, you know, it's Angel's, not his boyfriend or fiance, you know, he comes in and then Elliot leaves, you know. I think Elliot's jealous of. Ollie, because I think he has a thing for Angela, you know, that's perfectly fine and normal. And now we're at the psychiatrist's office, you know, Elliot's seeing a therapist every day. Not every day, um, but he is seeing a therapist about, you know, what's going on in his life. I'm sure he has some mental issues that he's going through and working with. Because we do see later in the show that he is, um, a drug abuser, you know, he uh, he takes morphine quite often. Quite a lot, actually, from what I'm seeing in the show so far. He's uh, almost addicted to it. He's trying to quit. 
later on in the season. That's a whole episode of him trying to detox and get it down, I guess. But Elliot begins talking to himself, kind of narrating, like, you know, talking to us, you know, we're his imaginary friends, about how easy it was to hack Christian. You know, we see that a lot on the show about how easy it is to hack certain people and how easy it is to, um, for him to hack anybody, really. Um, he discovers that she's divorced and is looking for, you know, another date online. And she's currently dating a guy named Michael Hansen. Uh, Ellie then hacks him, finds out a little bit about him. Um, then we kind of get drawn out of that conversation to hear the therapist, Krista, tell, uh, ask him, you know, what is it about society that disappoints you so much? And Elliot explains that, uh, he explains it, but it's, he only explains it in his head. He doesn't ever say anything actually out loud. It's all just in his head. He's telling us, you know, he's ranting to us. Um, you know, anti-capitalism views, how he thinks that, uh, social media celebrities, you know, movies, stuff like that are, uh, a method of sedation. After, you know, a long while, he doesn't say anything. Uh, Elliot tells her not to be frustrated because at least she understands what it's like to feel alone. And that kind of caught her off guard. She's like, you know, it just kind of came out of nowhere for her. She's like, well, how, how do you know? Why do you think that I understand, you know, how it feels to be alone? He he discovered that by hacking her, so he can't let her know that he hacked her. You know, that'd probably not come out well for the situation. I'm sure it'd only make things worse. But then we go back to Allsafe. Ollie asks Ellie if he wants to have lunch with him. Ellie tells her that he already has plans. Ollie's like, well, I think you're lying. You know, you keep trying to push this off of me. I think we should be friends, or at least get along for... Our common ground, which is Angela. Yeah, that was her name. Sorry, I drew a blank. I was like, did I really forget her name? But um, yeah, he's like, well, we should at least try to be friends, so she can be happy. Cause she's not gonna be happy as us two are always fighting and bickering, you know. Which that's very understandable. I I really think the show has some realism to it in their characters. It isn't just you know doesn't feel all fake and acted. I feel like some people actually wrote to that exact type of s uh, situation, so it's kind of a relatable show and a relatable characters in that point. But, um, yeah, they need to get along, so while he's thinking, while Ollie's telling him that, Elliot's also telling us, the imaginary friend, about Ollie's Facebook likes and, um, the movies that he likes and music that he likes. Um, Elliot thinks that that's not enough not to like Ollie, but then he adds, you know, um, he then hacked Ollie, and after that, he, after he hacked him, he found out that he's cheating on Angela multiple times with a girl named Stella. He says that, um, he thought about telling Angela, but, uh, 
he's not ready to see what the results are of him telling her. Of I don't think he wants to see her sad or angry to see the results of telling of him telling her about it, you know? I think he feels like it should come out naturally and that, you know, he'd probably get more satisfaction if Ollie was just caught in a lie. You know, kind of ruin Ollie for life. But Elliot shouldn't, thinks he really shouldn't hate Ollie. He's, because he's not bad. He's, he just thinks he's dumb. You know, he looks down on him. He's like, wow, you really are kind of stupid. You know, I can't blame you for the things you do. You just don't know any better. <laughs> well, you do know better. You're just dumb. Um, and then the people from uh, E Corp or Evil Corp arrive, saying about how he has to um, I forgot that scene was, was going on. Oh, the CEO. Or CTO in this case, uh, Terry Colby comes by. Um, Elliot also thinks this. He's just a moron, like an absolute dumbass. In all honesty, and in some cases he is. He thinks you know this is part of like the anti-capitalism thing that Elliot's kind of dealing with in his mind. That he ranted to us earlier. He's like, he thinks he's arrogant, unqualified for his job. He uses a BlackBerry at a time where all smartphones are a thing. And he works for one of the biggest tech companies in the world, and he's using the BlackBerry. That seems kind of suspicious. You know, that's like Steve Jobs is still alive, and he's using a Galaxy or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, why aren't you know you make the products? Why aren't you using your own products? Do you do you think they're flawed? Do you do you think they're not good enough for you? So then Elliot goes on to hacking him. And then, then we're at the apartment. This is where we find out a little bit more about Elliot, that he's depressed and that he's addicted to morphine. I say addicted. I don't think I'm, – I'm sure people would say or argue that he's not addicted. But I I think if he's taken you know, 30 milligrams a day, that's – you become pretty dependent on those kind of things. Especially if it's morphine. I think morphine's a painkiller, right? I don't know. If I'm wrong, I'm just stupid. But if it is a painkiller, you know, those are highly addictive. And those, you know, athletes get addicted to those a lot, you know, when they're prescribed them. You know, this dude's getting them legally off the street. So he has, like, almost an in endless supply whenever he wants, you know. Yeah, he's, um... He's addicted to morphine. He calls his next door neighbor, which is also his dealer, uh, Shayla. She offers it to him for free, but he refuses. He says no. Um, then she offers him Molly. You know that's <laughs> that's not good. And um, and the next scene we just see him. You know he's sitting up or whatever, and she's. Uh, 
laying in his bed naked and you're sleeping. Well, he's smoking, so, you know, we can only assume what happened. Um, he gets an, then he gets a notification from Crispa's Instagram. So then he goes on to hack, to even hack Michael further by using social engineering on his hacking company saying that, uh, he forgot his keys in a car while he watches, you know, Michael and Crispa from across the street. Says, uh, he sees the men in black from the subway across the street as well. And Michael comes back across the street and goes to meet with him. He asks for his cell phone to call his mom. And then he actually calls his own number. And then, you know, deletes the call off the call log from his phone. Um, he didn't get a call from Angela, you know, asking to come to all safe because, you know, they got DDoSed from attack, you know, they got, uh, there was another attack against Able Corp. They were almost booted offline and all this stuff. You know, I was actually kind of familiar with this part because, you know, the DDoS attacks, you know, it's very common when people are hacking or doing whatever, you know, they're kind of kicking them off the internet and taking out what they can. Um, oh, hello. Light just went out. Okay, I'm in here. Alright, that's nice. Motion sensor lights are the best thing in the world right now. That's fine, I can still see. But, um... God, I don't even know what the fuck I came up with. But, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Where was I at? Uh, let me see. DDoS attacks. Okay, yeah, so I... This kind of thing was dealt with in the gaming community for a good while. It was like a, <laughs> it was kind of like a thing for like you know kids would learn to hack or whatever. It was kind of stupid. I mean, they go on to like Xbox or whatever. You play a game of Call of Duty, and you know, they didn't like they're getting their ass kicked by whoever. They uh, <laughs> they just kicked them offline <laughs> for a good while while they uh, you know, you just restart your router. It was no big deal. It was you know. These little kid stuff, you know, it isn't hurting anybody necessarily. Uh, there, there might have been a few instances where it was really serious and you know things escalated, but other than that, it was just little kid thing. You know, no one really cared. I'm sure it made people mad. I, I never got DDoS or booted offline for that. But anyway, we go back to Elliot. He's at all safe. You know, he's doing his thing. He's typing on the keyboard. He's getting everything out there. And, you know, he clears the attack, he clears the infection off the servers or whatever. And he finds a file labeled F Society. With a text that says, leave me here. Referring to, you know, the malware. You know, the, the virus. After, you know, he leaves the servers, he leaves it there. Um, they're on a plane, you know, Gideon Elliot's boss, you know. Reveals in that he's gay. Um, saying that even though he doesn't like to talk about um, his sex life, he his partner wants him to be more open about it. So I guess he just Gideon was kind of stressed, so I guess he felt like he should came out to Elliot to kind of take some stress away. I guess uh, that's the way about it. But Elliot tells him not to worry about that and don't worry about the hack. You know. 
think that hackers have short attention spans and they'll eventually go bother someone else if they if nothing is taken action for. So here we go. This is like the closing scenes, I guess. Um, this is where I'm actually going to leave it off. I'm going to talk about this last thing and I'm going to leave it off and upload the episode and I'll come back and talk again. But now we're on the subway. A mysterious man comes up and he sits down in front of the elevator in front of the subway, you know, across the aisle. He has a jacket. You see a jacket that says, uh, Mr. Robot on it, you know. Reference to the TV show. We now find out that that's his name. Mr. Robot. He said he tells us that he's gonna leave in the next stop, and that Elliot should leave with him, but only if he did not delete it. He never specifically says that. He says only if he didn't delete it. If he deleted it, you know, stay here. And he's referring to either the malware, or the file, or both. You know. We're just going to assume that he was referring to the malware that said, leave me here. And, um, so, Ellie gets off, he was curious, he follows the man, uh, the man tells Elliot about his dad who was a thief, and he was arrested and, you know, died five years later, he says that, uh, thought he was free by stealing, but it was actually was in a prison, just like Elliot, he says. And Mr. Robot says he'll break he'll break Elliot up. So they go to Coney Island, where Mr. Robot, you know, brings him to their headquarters, I guess is how you would say it. This kind of seems like the video game Watch Dogs. Oh no, Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2 is the one that's like in San Francisco. They have like a basement and you know it's kind of like their headquarters they just kind of you know do whatever they had to do all their I guess their hacking crusades is what I could call it but yeah they take me to Coney Island and they show them the uh the headquarters you know and they meet all these other hackers and well that's pretty much it we learn that uh they're pretty much F society that's that's who they are well I'm gonna leave it off for there uh, thank you for listening to episode two. I know it's been quite a long one. It's longer than the last one. And also, the last one, I'm, I didn't have anything to go off of, really. I just kind of spewed off some problems while I was, you know, with the wrestling industry while I was playing a video game, you know. So my focus wasn't all there. But I, w- since I'm here in the studio right now, I will have better content, okay? Alright, well, thank y'all for listening. And y'all have a beautiful day.